0: We'll start there and verse number 14, we'll work from that place. The the Bible says here in Romans chapter 8 and verse number 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Verse 15, a key verse. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also we we may be also glorified together for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For um, Verse 19, and we'll stop. For the earnest expectation of the creature or creation, the earnest expectation of the creation, uh, all created order, the sun, the moon, the stars, the seasons, the plants, the water, waiteth. For the manifestation of the sons of God. Father, we just thank you and bless you that everything said is already sealed. And uh, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise for the wind that's blowing, for the rain that's pouring, and for the grace that you have immersed us in even on this night. We thank you that we'll leave here, Lord God, not necessarily just transitioned, but transmuted. Transmute your people and we'll give you the glory, the honor and the praise in Jesus precious name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated in the house of God. I want to just kind of go back to we understand the spirit of adoption and we begin to deal with how the spirit of adoption functions to bring us into dimensions of adoption where in which we take on the nature of God. The the fact that we cry Abba Father is meaning his DNA is our DNA. When we're saying Abba Father, we're saying my daddy. If he's my daddy, then I got his genes. It's different from saying my provider. It's different from saying my way maker. It's different from when it's a certain spirit that comes in. It doesn't provoke you to say provider, provider. It doesn't stir you up to say way maker, way maker, deliver, deliver. It stirs you up to say daddy, daddy. Why? Because you're crying out for your divine nature. You're crying out for your now adoption because we understand we're not orphans. Amen. And so 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 um, he says something so key. He says, for you have not received the spirit of fear. Amen. And just to go back to that, we understand we cannot properly function in the spirit of adoption as long as we're still receiving the spirit of fear. The spirit of fear is never forced on us. Whatever we fear, that fear was offered to us and we took took fear up on that offer. There's nothing that we fear that we didn't receive the offer of fear to fear whatever it is. And as long as fear is offered, adoption is hindered. There's measures of being transformed into the image of God that are hindered because of fear. Because what the spirit, the the Bible says it this way. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption. And that spirit of adoption, when it functions, has a very specific function whereby we do what? Cry out loud, Abba. Father, where we begin to cry, it, it now is a spirit of provocation. It is a spirit. When the spirit of adoption comes, it's a spirit of instigation, a spirit of stirring on the inside of you to explode in appreciation, worship and adoration to God. Now, we will only surrender to that unction, that instigation to the degree we don't fear man. Right. Amen. Many times we suffocate and quench the spirit of instigation and provocation. I'm going to call it. It's still the spirit of adoption. We suffocate the spirit of instigation and provocation because we fear what people will think. We actually fear what we'll look like to ourselves. We fear what we sound like. We actually fear letting it out because we know if we let it out, we ain't going to be able to pull it back in. Amen. Amen. It is now. Uh, and a very passionate outward expression of adoration where we begin to cry out, where we begin to scream, where we begin to express adoration to God in a way that was instigated by the spirit of adoption. Because on the other side of that adoration, I now gain a measure of God's nature. So I I will he will instigate in me an outward adoration for God's holiness. And once I finish the outward adoration, I come out on the other side with more of his holiness. He adopts me by way of adoration. Amen. And we dealt with that on um, Sunday. And and really understanding that if we suffocate that, if we put if we push the spirit of provocation down, it will get weaker and weaker until it's no longer there. Right. The worst thing you can do is be in a religious environment where the people there think they know church, right. because not, no nothing moved me. Right. I know this. I know what they're gonna do. I know when they're gonna hoop. I know when they're gonna shout. You don't know God. You just know a style of church right. that really ain't got no power. Right. Amen. Right. The worst thing you can do is suffocate that. The worst thing you can do is now. Put a governor on that, because to the degree you do, to that degree, you will not be able to feel eventually the provocations uh, that are inwardly worked by the Holy Spirit. And if you're not being provoked to adoration, then your adoption process is stopped. In other words, whatever condition you're in right now, you'll stay until you die. You can't be adopted without crying out. You can't be adopted without instigations of outward passion. Amen. You can get more intellectual. You can learn more facts, but you'll still be the same person because we don't learn our way into his nature. We can't we can't learn our way, We can't church our way into his nature. Amen. We must be adopted by the operation of the ministry of the spirit of adoption. Everybody following what I'm saying? Amen. And so so we dealt with that. I want to take it a step further. And in order to take it a step further, I got to go to one of my favorite verses. Actually, and I this this verse has been one of my favorite verses for years in the Bible. I didn't understand why, but now I'm starting to understand why. I was it was one of the first scriptures that I learned that I just you know quoted. You know how when you first learn scripture, you just quote certain ones, you know, so you can show people you know that scripture. Yeah, so you know you quote that scripture over, you find a reason no matter what you're talking about. Somehow or another, it goes back to that scripture, so you could quote that scripture. Now, this was one of the first ones that I learned. And so uh, I love it and I understand why God uh, put a flag on that scripture at such an early time in my walk with him. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. I want to go here and we're going we're to stop from here because we're still dealing with um, the manifestation of the sons of God. I want to deal with the manifestation of the sons of God. Adoption, right? Manifestation. Manifestation means appear, appearing of the sons of God. The earth is waiting for the appearing of the sons of God. Manifestation means appearing, appear. The earth is waiting for the sons of God to appear. Right. Which takes me back to my one of my favorite scriptures. First John, chapter three, verse two. I couldn't touch on a Sunday, but I want to start here today. It says in first John, chapter three, verse two. Beloved, now are we the what? Sons of God. Right. right. And it doth not yet what? Appear what we shall be, but we know that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. See, now notice that, beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear. Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear. We are completely sons now. But all that we are as sons has not appeared yet. So we already completely are what hasn't completely appeared. Please follow what I'm saying based on that scripture. Are means what? Now. We are righteous now. We are victorious now. We are sinless now. We are everything Jesus is now, although it doth not yet This is the key in that, right? This is the key. The key is we can't grow up into what we already are. I'm going to deal with spiritual growth a little bit, understanding we are still called to grow spiritually, but it's not the same way we grow naturally. When we're growing in the spirit, it's not like growing in the natural. We can't grow up into what we already are. If Edwin says to me, Pastor, you are 42 years old, right? It would be foolish to me to turn around to Edwin and tell him, yeah, I got to grow up to be 42. I can't grow up to be 42. I already am 42. I can't grow up into what I already am. Beloved, now, please hear me, you are now, you are the sons of God, but it doth not yet appear we can't grow up into sons of god because we're already sons of god just as much i can't just as much as i can't grow up into being 42 because i'm already 42. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. You are not growing up into a son of God. I am not growing up into a son of God. We can't grow up in the son of God because we already are son of God. All we can do is appear in the sons. We can't grow in the sons. We must appear into sons of God. We cannot grow into sons of God. In other words, who we are is already fully grown. He can only appear in measures as we're adopted. I know this is going to be a little bit more difficult, so I might need to slow down a little bit. So we don't grow in the sons of God. We appear in the sons. Come on, say that with me. We don't grow in the sons. We appear in the sons. Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it does not yet grow. It does not. Birth. No, no, no. It does not yet what? what we're, whatever we're going to be is just going to appear. It's not going to grow. It's not going to develop. It's not going to mature. It's just going to appear because we're already sons. So all of our identity as sons just hasn't all appeared yet. So we don't develop into what we shall be. We appear into what we shall be. We don't learn our way into sonship. We manifest our way into sonship. The reason why we're having challenges becoming sons is because we don't know how to grow up into sons. Now now watch this. I want to take you to another scripture. And then I'm going to. uh, How many of you said? Look, I'm, I'm growing spiritually. Well, if you're basing that off of growing from where you are now into who you are, you are not growing whatsoever. Right. You can't grow into a son. You already are a son. How old are you, Gabriel? 22. I said, man, look, you're 22 years old. And what you look at me and tell me. I, I, I say, look, you're 22, 22 years old. You look back at me and tell me I'm going to grow up to be 22. I'm looking at you like, man, you crazy. You are 22. How are you going to grow up to be 22. You are 22. You are righteous. How you gonna grow up to be righteous? You are obedient. How you gonna grow up to be obedient? You are sinless. How you gonna grow up to be sinless? You are victorious. How you gonna grow up to be victorious? You are delivered. How you gonna grow up to be delivered? You don't need that stuff. You don't need to grow into that stuff. That stuff just needs to appear. You already are delivered. It just hasn't appeared yet. You already are free of sin. It just hasn't appeared yet. You already are delivered. There is nobody in this room who isn't fully a son already. Nobody. Let me blow your mind. There's no prostitute in the club right now that ain't fully a son right now. We just happen to have more appearance than them. But it's all the same. Let me show you something, because this is so important that we understand this. So we'll stop trying to grow into what we can only appear into. The reason why it's not appearing is because you're trying to grow something that can't be grown. You can't grow what's already grown. Colossians chapter 2, verse 10. Look at this. I want to show you something. Colossians chapter 2, verse number 10. Watch this. Very, very powerful. What he says is so powerful in this verse. Colossians is a phenomenal book. I was thinking about teaching out of here. Once I finish out of Ephesians. Y'all should be looking at me like I'm crazy. I ain't been in Ephesians in a while, but I ain't finished yet. We still got to go back to Ephesians. But once I finish out of Ephesians, hopefully I can go to Colossians. But this is very, very powerful. Colossians chapter 2, verse 10. Look at this. He says, and ye are what? Everybody say complete. He said, in him, me and you... Are what? Which is the head of all. You know what principalities are? Origins. He is the head. He is the beginning of all beginnings. So no matter where you began, his beginning trumps that beginning. He is the beginning of every beginning. Did you begin your life being raised by an abusive parent? What God's saying is, I'm the head of that principality. I was your beginning before that beginning, so my beginning trumps that beginning, so you can't use that beginning as a reason why you can't be who I called you to be. I am the head of every beginning. I don't care how you began. I was raised and I have no daddy. No, 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 no. But I'm the head of every principality and power. My beginning trumps your your beginning without a daddy. So you can't use what you didn't have as a daddy. Because before you didn't have a daddy, you had a father. I am the head of every beginning. Right? And you are complete in him. Which is the head of every beginning, and power. So I have the power to now dictate your end because whatever you think you began with wasn't your beginning. I was. Ooh. That changes the game right there. What? Don't try to, to don't try to use all these beginnings. Don't try to use no 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 no. You can't you can't live off of Social Security's beginning because that ain't your beginning. Amen. So watch this. Watch this. We are completed in Jesus. My God, we should shout. We are completed in Jesus. Complete. You know what complete means, and it blesses me. Complete means having all parts in need of no alterations, in need of no additions. Having all parts in need of no alterations and in need of no additions now we walk around saying I need to change this I need to get that right I I, I need to work on this and God now sees us in him needing no missing no parts needing no alterations and needing no additions right now you don't need any changes right now you don't need any alterations right now in him Do you know what in Jesus means? In the sight of the Father. Because that's how the Father in him means in sight. In sight of the Father, you are complete. I need somebody to say I'm complete. My God, I'm complete. Glory be to God. No, 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 no. You ain't going to be complete. No, no, no. You ain't going to fix it. I am complete right now. See, in our sight, We need to work on this. We need to change this. We need to get free of this. What's our whole idea? We need to grow. I need to grow up into these things. And that's why we're still stuck in all of those things. Because you can't grow into those things because you already are those things. You just got to put yourself in a position where who you are can start appearing. The problem is, we we are trying. Uh, what we already are, we're trying to grow into. Thank you. How do we appear? How do we begin appearing? You. What what are what are you doing right now? Are you addicted to something right now? No, you're not. You. the the par- The part of the, the, the who you are that's not addicted just ain't appeared yet. Thank you. How does that person appear? God is not going to fix your drug. Your drug addict self—he—he he does not—he gives—he makes you new. He is not trying. If I could just get over the addiction, he is not just going to give you change who you are, change the addiction. He's going to give you the part of you that can't get addicted. He—that part of you just appeared. You didn't stop using drugs. The part of you that never touched drugs appeared. You ain't stopped sleeping with women. The part of you that never would sleep with women appeared. You were—you just appeared. That's all. And I finally stopped sleeping with women. As far as God is concerned, you never did. Because he was your beginning before you began doing that. He's the head of every principality. And since I was before you started doing that, as far as I'm concerned, where I sit from, you never did. Whoa, if we could understand the power of this blood, and if we could understand the power of this gospel, we would try to, we would, we would stop trying to train the dog in us. Th- th- let me help you understand something. Hey, we all got a dog in us. It's called the flesh. And we keep on trying to train the dog. But at the end of the day, a dog is still going to be a dog. And God says, I will give you the spirit of adoption. We appear by way of adoption. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, the spirit of adoption comes as a means of provocation and instigation to stir in us an outward adoration, which becomes the means by which who we already are begins appearing. I know I've been adopted because somebody I wasn't showed up. I used to wanna go off on folks, but somebody that just wants to be patient showed up. I didn't change out of the person that want to go off on people. The, the person who's patient just showed up. Out of nowhere, I'm not who I was. No, 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 no. You didn't change. You're not who you was. You didn't stop. You're not who you was. There was a measure of appearing that came and gave you who you always have been. Through adoration. I didn't didn't learn how to become a worshiper. I met the me that was nothing but a worshiper. I didn't grow in prayer. The part of me that loves prayer appeared. We keep on trying. to. You're not going to train your old man to pray. You still ain't going to want to pray. After a month of prayer, you still ain't going to want to pray because you keep on trying to train somebody that don't love prayer. But you really do love prayer. It just has not yet. But you keep on trying to train the dog. We keep on trying to train the dog. At the end of the day, no matter how much we act like we're in it, the dog thinks prayer is boring. The dog ain't interested in the word. You can force him to read it all day. He might do good for a week. He might do good for a month. He might do good for two months. But at the end of the day, you're going to drop it. You know why? Because you can't train him. I was doing good for a while. No, you were training a dog. And a dog always returns to its... We call that backsliding, but God calls that never, never meeting yourself. See, what we got to understand is we're still meeting us. We still don't fully know who we are. Because we can only know us to the degree we see him. And we shall be like him as we see him as he is. The only way, I only know myself to the measure I've seen Christ. Right? Right. And so now, this is what we got to understand. Through adoration, we enter into adoption. And by way of adoption, we no longer have to try to change. We gain permission to appear. What happens when I move out of the place where I am no longer trying to change who I am? I gain the right to begin to appear into who he says I am. See, if if you're struggling with sin right now, you do not have to break free of that sin. And I know that sounds crazy, but you don't really have to break fri- free of that sin. See, what actually can happen through repentance and adoration. You can experience a dimension of adoption in which who you are who can't be bound by sin actually appears. You're already free of sin right now. It just has not yet. You actually love worship. It just has not yet. See, we don't fight our way into freedom. If we're free, who we are in him appeared who cannot be bound. Whatever measure of freedom you're own, is it because God freed you of who you were? He now caused the part of you to appear who cannot be tied up you did not get untied and God I was tied up and tangled up well if you were tied up and tangled up and you got out of that you're gonna get tied up and tangled up again but the God that we serve says I see you in me and you're perfect and complete and you don't need no alterations you need no changes and I just need you to adore me and be adopted Amen. So we enter into dimensions of adoption. Watch this. By way of submitting to a posture of adoration, which gives us permission to more of who we are in him to appear. We don't change into into deliverance. We appear into deliverance. We don't change into freedom. We appear into freedom. Now, I'm about to blow your mind, and I'm about to help somebody in here. We can't change overnight, but we can't appear overnight. Oh, I'm about to, because uh, I, I, we got to run after that man, that religious spirit that wants to stay stuck because don't nobody change overnight. Well, God ain't asking you to change. He wants you to appear. Now, I know you can't, I know you can't change overnight, but you show sure can appear overnight. God is not asking you to change. I've been smoking for thirty years. You don't just change overnight. No, God never wants you to change from smoking. He wants you to appear the person that ain't addicted to nicotine. Yo, you can't change overnight, but you show sure can appear overnight. See, when we begin to root ourselves in the revelation of adoption by way of adoring and appearing, we'll stop prolonging our own breakthroughs. God doesn't adopt us by changing us overnight time he adopts us by causing us to appear in moments see this is what I need you to understand about what God is doing in GRRC right now you're not going to change over time you're going to change in a moment God is now bringing GRRC out of now the realm of trying to change into the realm of appearing he's now pouring on this revival manifestations of the spirit of adoption and you know what God says he's God says, "I am now removing times of process in order to change and replacing them with moments of appearing. You will not. Be, you will be delivered in a moment. Glory be to God. You will break lifelong habits in a moment. The spirit of anxiety and frustration will be broken off of you in a moment. No more trying to change. The Lord says tonight, He's giving us permission to appear." I don't know what you've been fighting with. I don't know what you've been struggling with that you've been trying to get off of you. But God is saying on tonight, I'm bringing you into a dimension of adoption where you don't have to change it. I'll give you who you are that don't need to change it. The you that can't be depressed is about to appear. Glory be to God. See, the you now that is full of joy every moment of every day is about to appear. Not over a process. Just give me time. No, you're lying to yourself and you're keeping yourself. Bond. but God said in a moment I'm about to make you appear joy unspeakable I'm about to make you appear peace without the past understanding I'm about to make you appear the you that don't fight with fear I'm about to make you appear it will not be a process I know you've been struggling with it for 20 years but it's going to take you two seconds you're going to appear and that's going to be the end of the discussion No more processes. You know why we don't get excited about that like we need to? Because most of us have never had that happen to us. You know why I can preach it? That happened to me before. There have been times I rolled out to work one way, God. And there was a moment in the car, yeah. There was a moment when I began to worship God. There was a a moment when the Shekinah began to stir something in me where my tears had to call me to pull over. I couldn't knock on the door because my eyes are too red. I didn't realize what was happening, but a moment happened, my God. A moment with who I was before I pulled over that car. I wasn't by the time I got back on the road. Y'all actually think I changed into this pastor I am today? I didn't change into the pastor I am today. I appeared, man. Some of y'all miss my appearing. There were times I begin to appear while I preach. There were times I begin to appear while I pray. And you saying, Pastor, change? Pastor didn't change. My God, Jeremiah made an appearance. That's who I really am. Pastors preaching didn't change. No, it didn't. I didn't change the way I preach. I appear. I didn't change the way I lead. I appear. That did not happen over time. That happened in moments. God, for those who can catch prophecy, God tonight frees us from the bondage of trying to change and releases us into the grace of being able to appear. We no longer have to try to change into who we already are. Who we already are can appear as we say yes to adoring God. I'm here to tell you why you lifting up your hands. You about to start having moments. I'm here to tell you why you're telling God thank you, you're about to start having moments. I'm here to tell you why you're in your shower lifting up your God, you're about to start having moments. People are going to say to you, you changed. And they saw you on Monday one way, and by Tuesday you weren't like you were on Monday because sometime in between work yesterday and work today, I had a moment. I was adoring God. I was blessing God. And that adoration brought me into an adoration Uh, dimension of adoption and I messed around and appeared and realized who I really was my God I'm a praiser I, uh, I realized who I really was my God I'm full of joy my God I love to dance my God I don't care about looking like a fool before people you think I changed into this man this appeared these were moments they moments. they moments. I'm here to tell you, you can't change overnight, but you can appear overnight. What if God never called you to change you anyway? What if he already said you're perfect? I just need you to appear through adoption by way of adoring. You need no changes. You know you need no changes, right? Right? You know you have no inadequacies. Right? You know you have no shortcomings. Glory be to God. You know there's no fear in you. You know everything you touch is blessed. You understand that now? You know when you pray, heaven answers. You know I'm not telling you who you want trying to work to be. I'm telling you who you are right now. And although it does not appear, if I can find about 15 people that will begin to lift up the name of Jesus and bless him, he'll bring us into adoption. It'll begin to appear. God is not making you into that. He already made you into that. You lay hands on the sick and they recover. You rebuke rebuke demons and they leave. You're not growing into that. You're already that. It just hasn't. And God said, my problem with my people is they're asking to grow into what they already are. I don't need you to ask for it. I need you to adore me into it. Stop begging for what you already are. As you see me, you'll be like me. So your focus has to be me. And we shall be like him for we shall. You know the best thing you can do? There's nothing better you can do to lift your hands and say, God, I love you with all of my heart. And a lot of people lift their hands and say that and say, I ain't going to say that because I know I don't love him with all my heart. That's true, but it's not true. Because who you really are loves God with all of your heart. My soul and god i love you with all of my heart all i'm doing is crying out for my adoption i god i love you with all of my heart my soul and strength i just want my adoption god i want to pray all day every day i just want my adoption god i will bless the lord at all times i just want my adoption i'm a father I'm never going to grow into that. That can only appear. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. We are not growing in the sun, not in the terms of humanity. Listen, just give me a moment. Can we turn on a fan somewhere? Listen, and it's so key that we understand this. Just give me a... You know why I've made up in my mind I'm going to bless the Lord at all times? People tell me, people tell me, they say, Pastor, I can tell you went up on the mountain and you've seen God. But honestly, I ain't been at Jacob's well in a while. I ain't been worshiping off secluded in a while. I've been doing this all day, Thank you. and adoration is causing adoption. And people actually think I'm locked up for five, six, seven, eight hours a day when I'm actually this stuff is happening while I'm riding Thank you, Lord. Thank you. because I'm adoring. What's yes, Lord. Lord. this? And it's so so key. Let me let me take this a step further. <laughs> what we refer to as growing is actually appearing. You know what appear means? It means to come into sight. Come on. It doesn't mean to come into a being. All right, come on. It means what already be comes to a place where you can see it. Appearing doesn't make you anything. It just shows what's there. Right. Amen? Amen? So, It does not yet appear. It has not come into sight. Not what we're becoming, but what we already be. be. Amen. Amen. So we're not so much becoming like Jesus as much as we are appearing into Jesus in measures. Who we are. Watch this. And we've dealt with this before. Already is. Who we are is not developing. Who we are is not maturing. Listen to me. Who we are completely is right now. We can't grow into complete. What's complete can only appear. If it's completed growing, how are we going to grow into it? It's already complete. I can't can't complete complete at all. All I can do is in trying to complete complete make it incomplete. God, I need you to fix this. I want a heart that loves God. You already got a heart that loves God. It just doesn't appear. God, I want to go after you like such and such. You already go after like such and such. It just has not appeared yet. Right. Amen? Amen? So we release who we are, who we completely are to appear by adoration. Thank you. you know why that's good news? That's good news to me and you, because that means you don't have to grow in your prayer life. I need to grow my prayer No, you don't. You need to adore until the prayer warrior in you that prays without ceasing appears. I want to be more committed to God. I need to grow so I can be more committed. No, no, no. You're trying to get it by works. But you already been given that. How are you going to grow into what you already got? You don't need to grow into that. That just needs to appear. You're already fully committed to God. You oh, glory, You already keep your mind stayed on him. You already walk in perfect peace. None of those things have to be worked for. All of those things we simply adore him and are adopted into and they begin to appear in our lives. when it comes down to it, we're not thankful enough. Right. Really, the issue ain't God answering. The issue is our unthankfulness and unwillingness to believe It's done. So I believe I have to change the subject. Come on, come on. Right? I don't feel like I could actually go a month adoring God without praying for somebody. I feel like I got to change the subject because, on, and so now I got to pray for this person. I got to pray for this. This person start acting up. I got to pray for that. And so now I lose faith In in the ability to believe, if I just adore God, I'll become like God. And as I become like God, stuff around me will start acting like it did when stuff around Him came around Him. And so now we change the subject from adoring way too much. We're trying to proclaim, we're trying to intercede, we're trying to declare, we're trying to rebuke. And God says, I want to appear. We're trying to rebuke everything, bind devils. And God said, I really just want to come. Right. Thank you, Lord. Because we don't have enough faith to believe all of those things will be, we'll be dealt with. We change the subject. We don't adore him continuously. It's hard to adore him for 20 minutes straight while we're praying. No, 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 because we need to get to the important topics. I got to bind this off this child. I got to rebuke this. I got to pray for the school for this. Adore him. You ain't got to change the subject. Amen. And so so the good news is, you know, some of you want to be more hungry for God. You ain't got to grow into that. You can adore until you're adopted, and that part of you that's already hungry appears. Ain't that good? Yes. Amen. Amen. You don't have to grow in your commitment to God. You can adore until you're adopted. And that part of you that's fully committed already appears. You don't have to grow into holiness. You can adore the beauty of holiness until you're adopted. And you're holy like he's holy. He didn't tell you to grow to be holy like he's holy. He said be holy. As I'm holy. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. This is what wakes me up every morning. I already know I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I already know we got enough anointing to change cities. I already know that regions are tied to what's in my belly. I know it. It just ain't appeared yet. But I'm telling you right now, I can feel it. I can feel it in my cry. I can feel it when I lift my hands. I can feel it when I'm on the floor. I can feel it when I'm singing to God. There's something turning in me and telling me I have not seen everything that's about to appear. There is more that's about to happen. There's something happens when you begin to adore God. No, no. Don't you ever get it twisted. Glorious remnant revival is more than what appears. But you won't be told that through praying that we get a breakthrough. You're going to be told that through adoring God. This is. This is so important that we understand. We must understand that we're entering into a dimension in which we're not growing, we're appearing or manifesting. Appearing and manifesting are two words that can be used interchangeably. For the earnest expectation, Romans 8 and 19, of the creation waiteth for the manifestation or appearing of the sons of God. Why is it so important that we move out of the dimension of trying to grow into the dimension of manifesting and appearing like God wants us to. Because this is why, because of the two different ways that they're governed. Growth is governed by periods of time, while manifestation is governed by moments. Growth is governed by progress, while manifestation is governed by instances. Because we've been in a growth paradigm, please hear me, instead of an appearing paradigm, we've been trying to obtain something over time. We've been trying to make progress that we could have obtained in a moment. We've been trying to change into something over time that we could be appearing into in an instance. We've been improperly stewarding, please hear me, moments because we come out of that moment still thinking we have to make progress. So there's a moment when the spirit of adoption comes in, right? We've had many of them over this last wave of the move of God where it stirs something up on the inside of us to the point where we begin to cry out uncharacteristically. And and, and so there's something that happens, and and somebody I've heard many of you say, God, I want more of you! And it's not normal. It is not just something somebody now tried to say because they were in church, but you can tell that was instigated. That was now provoked that was that was stirred up by the spirit of God to cause them to cry out now when they cried out to that measure outside of their character adoption happened in other words the part of them that wanted more of God appeared right then what they cried out for on the other side was the appearing of but because we get up thinking now that I did that I got to progress I now make rules to now want more of the what I've already got and wind up undoing what appeared we have been in a growth paradigm Instead, if you've ever been at this altar with tears in your eyes saying God I want to want you and I'm telling you it was instigated by the spirit when you got from that altar, the part of you that wanted God like that, you got up with, but then we get up and go back to now a growth paradigm and try to figure out what we got to do to want more of God instead of just living. How many of you have ever done that before? God, I want to pray more. And during now the move of prayer, you are in prayer every morning. And then as soon as prayer ended, you try to make rules. So you can grow in prayer. But the part of you that prays appeared. Why did they disappear? Because you tried to grow into what appeared. No, 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 no. When God instigates you into a dance that you're not normal, that's not normal for you. You know, it's not normal for you to dance. On the other side of that dance was an adoption. There was a freedom to bless God. And then you tried to calculate it. You tried to measure it. You tried to say, well, no, I can't act like that because that ain't how I normally act. I can't praise like that because I didn't know how. So now I go back to myself and the wilder part of me. The real me that actually dances out of my mind appeared, but I went back to the me that said, oh, that was just a moment. No, that wasn't just a moment. That was a moment that was an adoption. You had your dance given to you the way you really dance and the way you really praise God, but you treated it like you got to grow. No, 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 no. It happened right at that moment. And some of you had the dancing you appear, and you went back to the sitting you. Because you're living in a growth paradigm when God has us in a now uh, manifestation and appearing moment. Right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. We don't grow in the earth is not waiting for us to grow in the sons of God. It manifests. See, when he begins to manifest, it starts out with unorthodox things together, but it'll end in unorthodox things in the world. You'll begin to do stuff like speak to trees. And you don't even know why you feel an unction to rebuke a tree. And the earth was waiting on you not to calculate, not to figure out, but now something in you appeared to say, I can speak to the elements. You will not grow into that. That has to appear. Shanda. Brian was telling me today. See, on, on Sunday, I know that there was an adoption, a measure of adoption, not just in Brian, but in several people. I was over here and I was praying. Danielle came to me. I, I tr- completely trust her prophetic ministry. She said, I need to put, I hear God saying, to put your coat on Brian. <clears throat> And I said, you know what? Go do it. When, I, when she told me I hear God saying, put my coat on Brian, I heard God telling me, put your coat on Brian. Because in that moment, I was sensitive enough to know that ain't her speaking. That's God speaking. You didn't do that by thinking. You did that by an instigation that we were in a provoking moment where God was ready to do some adoption stuff. And so now I said, go ahead and do it. But God said, while she going to get the coat, you go get the oil. Because I was telling you to put your coat on him. Yes, I just used her because you couldn't hear it. Yes, and so now we get over here. I, and then once we, I, I tell him to put it on. She put it on the shoulders. I say, put it on. And I anointed him. And I, and I begin to declare what on me has been put on you. Yes, now, that wasn't the end of the story. It stirred something up. Yes, that man grabbed me. No, he grabbed me. He was the size of Brian, but he grabbed me like he was the size of Edwin. (laughs) Bam! Had my shoulders. He grabbed me and said, I want it. Some of you may have heard it. He said, I want it. I want it. At that moment, I knew adoption happened. Whatever it is that God put on me, at that moment, it got on him. He was, there was a measure of adoption that took place right there to the degree that after he said that, God said, don't even say nothing else. I just walked away from him, and I didn't even say nothing else. We talked today, and he said, Pastor, the craziest thing happened. Mm -hmm. He said, I was in my yard, and I was working, and hopefully I get the story right. If I don't, Brian, you can correct me. Um, And then there was a guy, you know, one of my neighbors pulled up in his car, bumping his music. Boom, boom, boom. You know, and I was playing the word. So for like, what did you say? Three hours, thirty minutes. Just bumping the music, drowning out the, word. drowning out the word. Brian was playing the word while he was working. The guy was drowning out the music for about thirty minutes, and then eventually Brian got an auction. What did you say? Say it out loud. I said, uh, I said you spirit of secularism, I command you to turn that radio off. You spirit of secularism, I command you to turn that radio off. Where did that come from? Come on. Right now, the moment you said that, what happened? He got in the car and turned off the radio and went in the house. Now watch this now. No, 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 that ain't it. Then later on, a group of white people pulled up his other neighbors, right? They get out and they partying too. They playing music again and stuff, right? They was doing what he was doing times 10, right? This time, what did you say? How long were they out there first? It was a group of them. Now it wasn't just one. It was a group of them. They all got in their cars, trucks. They shut it down. What happened a few seconds later? Now tell me how does that happen twice? you tell people to stop two times you never speak directly to them you speak to the spirits unless there's another level of authority on you and there's another instinct on you that helps you to understand I can function in another authority now I have an authority to speak to the air there's something else on me that makes me want to do something that's called apostolic authority see that ain't normal that's now understanding if it's my house I have authority over my region and I can speak to the yeah. I'm telling you right now that was a that was the validation of an adoption Honda the the That's what we must understand. Those are the types of things that will happen. But so many times we cry out for that, right? And we cry out from a deeper part of us. It's not even the reasonable part of us. It's not the intellectual. There's a deeper part because it came from the spirit. And then once it comes out, we're adopted and then we turn around. Now, Brian would have turned around because he called me later and I said, look, everything that said was on you is on you now. You don't, what what do I got to do next? Nothing. You have to do absolutely nothing. It's already happened. Right? He took the word for what it was. So many times we get adopted and then say, okay, now what I got to do? Nothing. Nothing. that point, once it's on you, you listen to your instinct. Now it's been inbreded into your DNA. Adoption doesn't mean God takes you out of somebody else's house and lets you look like the person whose house you came out of. When God adopts you, he makes you look like him. You, Oh, glory be to God. He gives you his nature. And so there had to be an exercise, a moment where God had to help that man of God understand by instinct what was on his life. That happened right here. Once you're adopted, your instinct becomes righteous. You have have instincts that lead you into victory. You don't have to figure out how to get it. Just react. And so many times we passed up our adoption trying to figure out what we got to do after we got pregnant. No, you already got that. Now live. Too many times we make laws for ourselves to grow into what's already appeared on us. And I need you all to hear this because it's so key. And I hope you catch it. If you don't, I'm going to move on. Every time we miss our appearing, we miss his coming. He came and left without us looking like him. So many people say, I don't want to miss the second coming of the Lord. He came and you don't look nothing like him and he's gone now. You missed his coming. He, you talk. I ain't gonna miss the second coming of Christ. You miss his coming on Sunday. He came Sunday, and left like a thief. You know why he left like a thief? Because he left with your image. It was for, he took your image back with him. We're all just waiting for him to come once upon a time. No, no, he comes all the time. And every time he comes, he comes to give us an, a measure of who he is. And if he leaves and, we're, oh, Peter God, and we don't look like the one who came, he came like a thief. We weren't included in his coming. I ain't gonna look, I, I gotta be ready when he came. He already came. He came tonight. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. If you're paying attention, he's gonna come in the morning. Yeah. If you really yes, God, yeah. he, he is the one who was, is, and is to. He comes so we can appear. Lord, it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know when he shall, we shall. He doesn't. He appears before he comes because through him appearing, we can be like him before his coming. Thank Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank if you miss his appearing, you sure don't want his coming. So, So this is what I need you to understand. We have now entered into an appearing paradigm. You are not going to be set on fire for God over a period of time. You're about to be set on fire for God in a moment. You are not going to about to enter into victory over a period of time. You're about to enter into complete victory in a moment. You are not about to become, you are now about to become now over a period of time. You're not going to become over a period of time. You're about to become brand new in a moment. See, what we need to understand is, and and we got to really get this, you're about to become successful in your business in a moment. Your marriage is about to become better than it's ever been. Stop waiting. I got to wait for a growth period. I got to measure this. No, no, no. Your marriage is about to completely flip-flop in a moment. Your children are about to start running after God. It is not going to be over a period of time. It's going to be in a moment. Your health is about to change and your health ain't going to change because of the treatments of the doctor. Your health is about to change. Glory be to God. In a moment. Your dieting ability is about to change overnight. You're about to get the discipline you need to eat like you need to eat. You're not going to work your way into it. You're not going to discipline yourself into it. It's going to happen in a moment. My God, I need somebody in here to to recognize your success is about to come in a moment. Your transition is coming in a moment. Your new is coming in a moment. Your health is coming in a moment. Stop being discouraged. You're still looking at overtime. It's been like this for so long, but I'm here to tell you right now God is bringing us into a place called a period. I know what your marriage looks like, but in Him, I know the two are one. And they love each other. It just ain't appeared yet. Y'all always get along. Y'all always compliment. Y'all always are together. Y'all always love each other. God ain't got to fix that. It just has to appear. I'm telling you, your moment is coming. I'm telling you right now, it ain't going to be long. Your moment is about to come. All I know is it's going to be one way on one Sunday. You're going to come on in, in a Wednesday and it's going to be completely another and a different way. We, me and you, for you that hear the announcement, we are no longer subject to the laws of progress and we're no longer subject to the laws of periods of time. The Lord hath released us into a realm of moments and instances. Do y'all hear what I just said? I don't care how long it ain't happened. It's going to happen overnight. I don't care how long it ain't changed. It's going to change in a moment. I'm telling you, I'm being so biblical right now. We have so been unbiblical Making God now submit to time. He don't need time to change you. My God, all he needs is a moment. He don't need 10 years to deliver you. All he needs is a moment. All right. First Corinthians 15. Verse 51. You know we're going here. You that love the Bible because a lot of people think, oh, he's just making that sound good. But I'm here to tell you it's in the Bible. There's a whole, we're about to start, we're about to start consistently experiencing moments. Moment after moment after moment after moment after moment after moment moment before we look around and say everything has changed. It is not going to follow the laws of time. It will not be chronos. These will be kairos moments. Listen to me. First Corinthians 15, verse 51. Go there. And then I'm about to close. Behold, look at this. Behold, I show you a what? I show you a mystery. We shall not all. Oh, but we shall be what? All of us ain't going to die. And before we're changed, and guess what it says in verse 52? In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, amen, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed, what? In a moment or in a twinkling of an eye. Everybody say moment. moment. Twinkling of an eye. You know what he's saying is, we shall not all die before we experience being changed in moments. Everybody ain't going to have to see the grave before they be changed in the twinkling of an eye. There will be a generation that raises up whose mind has been so renewed and has so aligned with the Spirit of God, they'll experience in moments what other people have to wait lifetimes for. They're going to do in a moment. They have so been changed by the mystery of adoption because adoption is a mystery. I don't know if y'all know we just solved on these last two nights. You actually know a mystery about adoption through adoration that causes you to appear. I'm not telling you hocus pocus. That don't just rhyme. That's a mystery. They have been so changed by the mystery of adoption that they'll demonstrate the mystery of 1 Corinthians 15. They will literally, there's a generation that's going to change not by progress nor by way of the laws of periods of time, but by way of moments, but by way of instances, but by way of twinkling of an eye. My God, they're going to be people that raise up and they were fighting with depression for 30 years at 530 people. And by 5:31 p.m., something happened in that minute. There was a moment, a twinkling of an eye, and they'll never fight with depression another day in their life. There will be people who struggle with porn at 2:31 a.m. But something happened in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye, and by 2:32 p.m. a.m. they will never struggle with porn again. There will be people who got drunk yesterday. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. And something happened in between yesterday and today. There was a moment a twinkling of an eye and they will the next day look you in your eyes and say I'll never touch a liquor bottle another day in my life. Yes. I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed. in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. I'm here to tell you stop putting off in time what you can have in a moment. Stop claiming this has to happen before that happens in time. My God, there's an instance waiting for you. There is a moment waiting for you. There is a suddenly waiting for you. There is a manifestation of revival waiting for you now to now respond to the spirit of agitation and provocation unto a crying out unto adoration. And I'm here to tell you right now, you're going to come in here one way and leave another way. You're going to come in here struggling with one thing and you'll never struggle with it again. And it will not be by doctors you will not use counselors you ain't gonna take medication to sleep no more all you gonna know is there was a moment there was something that happened at one moment at one time while we were in worship and that thing no longer has to be bound yes, the generation that's seated in the revelation of appearing verse growing that believes God for moments and instances versus progress and period of times, They will be the ones who work the works of God. Thank you. Thank you. See, because on all honestly, Kevin, if I believe I got an anger problem that I can't change overnight, how am I going to believe I can pray with the drunk that's been drunk for 30 years and he can change overnight? In other words, I reflect my expectation on him. You know... But there's gonna be a generation that believes all I need is a moment. All I need to do is go after God. And I don't care how long I fought with fear. One instance, all I need is one moment, and once I know that God can do it in one moment for me, I am not intimidated by the man who's been a drunk for 50 years. Man, let me pray for you in one moment, and I'm here to tell you right now the same God that I expected to change me in a moment after I finish laying hands on you is gonna change you in one moment. The reason why we're not seeing instantaneous healing is because we don't really believe in instantaneous healing, the reason we were not seeing instantaneous deliverance is because. Because we don't even believe we can be instantly delivered. How can we deliver somebody in a moment when we still believe we got to go through a period of time? We can't give what we don't even believe we can get. My God, you can be changed tonight. You can never fear again tonight. You can never fight again tonight. You can never be discouraged again tonight. In a moment, There's a generation rising up that's going to be running after crack addicts. That's going to believe they're going to get the crack pipe after they finish talking to them. There is a generation rising up that's going to run after the alcoholic. And they're going to know that by the time I finish, they're going to pour out all the alcohol. There is a generation that will not sleep that will release that measure of change. In a moment, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, are you going to sleep to change? Or are you going to change before you sleep? Are you gonna sleep to change are you gonna change before you sleep God does not want to transition us that's become a, become a catchphrase he wants to transmute us right. there's a difference between transmutation and transition everybody wants to transition but nobody's crying out for transmutation everybody's crying out for trans- transition but nobody's crying out for transfiguration You know what transmutation is? It means to be changed into something of another kind. Something of a completely different nature. Something that's nothing like what it was just one moment ago. God God is not saying he's going to change you a little bit here. He's going to now stop you from smoking. But then he's going to keep you in a place where you struggle with depression. He said, no, 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 that ain't how I change. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. I'm going to change you of something of a completely different nature. My God, not only are you going to stop smoking, but you're going to stop being depressed. You're (laughs) going to stop holding on to anger. You're going to stop. Our problem is we're trying to do something over time that we can be transmuted into in a moment. In an instant. Your whole life can change. Well, you don't need medication no more. Sometimes God delivers through medication. Glory be to God. I believe that God in grief works and partners with our level of faith but it is not his will. He wants to do it in a moment. You you. You tell me who Jesus healed that he said, okay, I'm going to pray for you. It's going to take 30 days and if you just keep on believing in 30 days you're going to be healed. He did moments. That's how he worked. Twinklings of an eye. One moment I was blind and now I see. Just a minute ago I couldn't walk and I can walk right now. I had, I had enough demons in me to commit suicide, and now I'm clothed and in my right mind. In a moment. I didn't go through counseling. I didn't get medication. I didn't go through therapy. There was a moment. My God. God doesn't want to transition us. He wants to transmute us. He doesn't want us to change places. We keep on wanting to transition. You know why we don't want to transition? Because we don't want to surrender to the measure of repentance where we can properly influence the place we already are. So God has to move me to another place because the place that I am, I can't properly influence. I'm not a person to. And instead of allowing God to alter me into the person that can influence at that place, I want you to transition me to another place. But what God wants to do is transmute us in the same place. He wants to change who we are completely while we stay without changing places. So he changes our person without changing places. When I change persons without changing places, I gain authority to change the place that I, because I change without changing that place. In other words, the people that saw me in this place saw me one way at one time and they come in the same place and see me at another time and it gives me authority to release the influence of change because God didn't transition me he transmuted me uh, glory be to God do you understand he said in the same place that you are not called the children of God in that place shall I call you I do not want to move you from to another job I do not want to move you to another marriage I do not want to move you to another city I want to transmute you I want to make you somebody completely different than you was when you first lived in Darlington and so Darlington can look at you and say that was the boy that was born blind and I don't know how he see but he's seeing now that was the boy that had 200 devils in him and I don't know how he's in his right mind now but I see him in his right mind you will be the testimony of the power of God's moments of the power of God's twinklings, of a power of God's instances we're poised to change the region because people who came in here three years ago are coming here now and say this ain't what I left we've been transmuted in a moment I didn't become this over time. I came this in moments in time. I didn't develop into this. I appeared into this. It's who I always was. That's why I'm comfortable being it. I just hadn't met him yet. It's always been who I was. I've always been been a leader in business. I'm very comfortable leading in business. I just hadn't met that yet, yes, but it appeared yes, in, a in a moment, in a twinkling through adoration. Everybody stand into your feet.